0: Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, wa sallallahu ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. Assalamu alaikum, peace be upon all of you. I extend on behalf of the entire Zaytuna College just a warm uh, salam to all of our supporters, to people out there. Also, congratulations on the coming of Ramadan. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi sallam, used to congratulate the Sahaba tahniyyah for the onset of Ramadan and would remind the companions, and obviously this is a reminder to all of us, that Ramadan is a time when أبو أبو رحمة, the doors of mercy are open. And he said أبو أبو the doors of the fire are closed. الشيطين, and the demons, those demonic forces are locked up. So this is an extraordinarily blessed time. On the other hand, I think a lot of us are feeling the strangeness of having COVID-19 hovering over us during this time. So all over the world, people are being told by their governments to be sheltered in place in, in several places. It's actually much more difficult than it is here in the United States. Um, there's real restrictions. I was speaking to somebody in one of the uh, Gulf countries it was telling me that they were literally only allowed to go out uh, to, for a small window to go to stores. So I think we have to be grateful that we do have still some mobility. Obviously, this is going to affect our Ramadan. Uh, Ramadan is a communal time. It's a time of gatherings. It's a time of coming together. It's a time of sharing food with one another. That is not going to be the case this Ramadan for most of us, which means that we have to find other ways of of sharing. One of the most important things I think we can do is focus on our families. Uh, Many of us are blessed to have families and in, in those cases, it's very important that we just recognize this is a blessed time to really reconnect with our families, with our children. Alhamdulillah, uh, Ramadan does not change. Uh, nobody can change time. And so suhoor is suhoor, iftar is iftar. And uh, we can always pray. In In our tradition, prayer, while it is communal, it's also solitary. And one of the most Important prayers for spiritual development is the solitary prayers that we do. The sunan, which are outside of the communal prayer. These are extraordinarily important for the human development. And then again, taraweeh, according to the Maliki school, is actually preferred in your house over doing it in the masjid, as long as there's a group doing it in the masjid, fulfilling the sunnah kifaya. So that's an important uh, point that Imam Malik, radiallahu considered that better in the home, it's free from the possibility of riya or the hidden shirk. So that's something for people to contemplate. Obviously in the Hanafi madhab, it's a sunnah mu'akadah, so it's very strong. And traditionally the Hanafis have, have really been the ones that is certainly in the United States that have had all the khatams and may Allah reward them and the imams that have done that with all that sincerity. This is also a time to recognize the blessings that are hidden in the tribulation. Um, we're, we're seeing uh, clean air in many of our major cities. Los Angeles had some of the cleanest air it's ever had in recent history. And so uh, we can see also the rain that's come for those of us that are on the West Coast. There are blessings that come with these things. The Prophet's Allahi said him said that epidemics are a mercy for the believers. So I think it's important for us to see that we have a merciful Lord. There's been people that have been asking, is this a punishment? And If we use that word, I think we have to use it in the same way that we would punish our children for doing something wrong. God created us, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent guidance for humanity out of the love that He has for His creation. So I think it's important whenever there are these redressing of wrongs, and our planet certainly is filled with a lot of wrongs, that they're done really in hopes that we might return to God. There's a verse in Surah al rum where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Dahar al-fasadu bima you know, that corruption has manifested on the land and in the sea because of what our own hands have wrought. But then it says, uh, in order for that they might taste uh some of the some of what they have been doing that perhaps they might return to God. So I think it's very important for us to remember that this is a time of Tawbah, of repentance, and Ramadan is really one of the most opportune times of the year to do that. And so that's what we would all at Saytuna encourage ourselves first and foremost, but then all of you to take this as a time of repentance, the great du'a of Laylat al-Qadr is Allahumma innaka afuun tahibber afu afu Allah, you forgive sins, you pardon. So forgive us our sins, pardon us. And so this is a time of maghfirah of forgiveness. And certainly this, uh, this virus has reminded us, one of the temporality of our life on earth, that all of us every day are facing our mortality. The Prophet ﷺ said... In a hadith that Imam Nawawi put as one of the foundational hadiths in our tradition, that if you wake up in the morning, don't expect to go to sleep at night. And if you go to sleep at night, don't expect to wake up in the morning. And I had a, a very interesting experience with Houston Smith. And a lot of people did not know that he actually prayed five times a day, um, that he had said his shahada. And was, I, I visited him when he was sick at the end of his life in, in his bed. And he was really quite luminous. I mean, it was stunning there. And when I came in, he just he lit up and just said, your, pecking, your timing is impeccable. And, and then he said, you're visiting me on the last day of my life on earth. And I, I was pretty taken aback by that statement. And then the next day, I actually called to check up on Houston. I, I, I thought that he might have died that day, and he hadn't. And he lived for a few weeks after that. But the great lesson that he taught me that day was, that's exactly how we should live our lives. The gift of life is an immense gift, and we should treasure it. And, and not, Don't throw your lives to destruction. Don't kill yourselves we should really preserve to the best of our ability the gift of life, but we should also know that it is a very fragile gift that uh, can be taken away from us at any time. And if we're believers, the Prophet SallAllahu said, al al-mu'man, death is the great gift of the believer. One of the gifts of plagues and epidemics is that the Prophet SallAllahu Alaihi said, that al mataun uh, shaheed, that the one who dies in a plague or an epidemic is a martyr and according to Ibn Hajar who wrote a book called Al Ma'un fi Ta'un help in the virtues of plagues and epidemics and in that book he actually said that the one who dies in an a- a- epidemic is the only of the seven martyrs outside of the one defending their country, is the only martyr who's at the same level as the person who is um, defending the country. And so especially for the doctors and the nurses and the physicians out there on the front lines of this battle, uh, I I hope all of you are protected, but you should know that if you do succumb to this illness, it's a martyr's death. And all your sins are forgiven. So that's that's something to take some solace in uh, In that case. Another thing that I think is, is really important to remember is that Ramadan is a time of thinking about others. Um, hunger is one of the aspects of the month, to think about the poor and the needy. So there's a lot of people that are going to be in greater need than uh, was expected because of this tribulation. There's a lot of Muslims doing food drives for people that need help. And, and, and so it's a time of giving. Zaytuna is your college. Many of you have been supporting over these years. I mean, I, I've just been overwhelmed in seeing some of the support of people that 20 years, uh, they have been continued giving first to the institute and now to the college. And so we're extremely grateful. We know that it's gonna be a trying time for many people and we hope that you're able to uh, continue to support. But if not, we completely understand that and would hope inshallah that Allah help you get back on your feet again uh, when this tribulation is over. And so I I really hope that uh, you continue to uh, support the college. We sent out a, a flyer uh, for you, and then we have a little Ramadan reader um, here. Uh, there's some wonderful uh, short articles by some of our faculty at Zaytuna, who we have some really excellent scholars there, about the mercy, the forgiveness, and the emancipation, which is in a, a hadith that has some uh, uh, some weakness in it, but um, scholars have used it. Um, as, as a, an important hadith and looking at the month. So even the whole month is mercy, the whole month is forgiveness, and the whole month inshallah will be an emancipation from the fire. So may Allah subhanahu wa taala bless you all, protect you all in these trying times, uh, inshallah, may you find uh, really peace and serenity in your homes. Uh, the home is a great gift from Allah, the Arabs call it the muskan, the place of sakina. So, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give you all sakina in your homes. Uh, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make this a blessed Ramadan for you, a Ramadan of the Quran, a Ramadan of uh, prayers in the night. Uh, even though they're in your homes, remember that Imam Malik said the reward was greater than the one in the masjid. So, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, inshallah, keep all of your hearts connected uh, with those that you love and with your communities, even though your bodies are separate Um, the hearts can still remain connected inshallah and we have this extraordinary gift of technology which enables us to reach out to people and to speak to people in great distances Uh, and so those aspects are uh, blessings that we should really be aware of the fact that we can call people and that we can connect and we can uh, let people know that we're thinking about them that we're praying for them so There are many many blessings in this tribulation and certainly for me one of the greatest that I've seen is just the extraordinary uh, quality of the air uh, that I've seen uh, going out and, and walking every day and just really overwhelmed by how much pollution. Uh, that we don't really think about, that's incremental, and people now are seeing mountains that they haven't seen before because the pollution's clearing up in many places. Certainly the animals seem to be overjoyed. Um, we saw a murmuration outside of the house that I've never seen before, and and my brother noted that he, he thought that the birds seemed like they were chirping, chirping louder uh, than normal. So I think... Um, Even though this is a great difficulty for us, many of us have been a great difficulty for the animal kingdom, and I think some of them are actually relieved. Uh, And in fact, some people have made the argument that this is actually the animal's revenge on us for for not being good stewards of the earth. And so it's very important that we recollect and, and, and remind ourselves that God put us here as caretakers not as overlords, we are caretakers of this place. Uh, and he has given us this extraordinary garden, this amazing creation, and told us, take care of it. And many of us have failed to, to do that. We have not been good stewards. And this is a time, I think, for us to really think about the trials and the tribulations uh, that are upon us as really uh, important Signs and maybe a message from God that we should think about the madness of modern lifestyles and the fact that we really do need to change the way that we've been living. And this might be a, a really important wake up call for all of us. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless all of you. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala increase all of you. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala elevate all of you. May He give you a blessed Ramadan. May He give you a Ramadan of piety, a Ramadan of recitation of the Qur'an, a Ramadan of charity, and a Ramadan of familial solidarity in your homes with peace peace and security wherever you are. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy on the countries that really are suffering now. Places like Syria and Yemen and Palestine and Iraq and Libya and uh, Kashmir. and and the Muslims in India. I mean, there are many places where the Muslims are really having a difficult time. So even though it's difficult for us, it's certainly not as difficult as having somebody uh, bulldoze your house or arrest your father, uh, the type of things that are happening in many places. So we're grateful for what we have. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for the refugees because these are people that are really having an incredibly difficult time. And some of the problems in the camps are really quite extraordinary. The social distancing in in the camps is almost impossible. So there's there's real concerns uh, for those people. So these are are the tribulations of our time but we were forewarned in the Quran that Allah created this this world as a tribulation and a trial for us and and we will be tested and this is certainly a, a big test for us in our lifetimes. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the ability to see the wisdom in it and to see the mercy in it and to look with the eye of rahma and not with the eye of niqmah, with the eye of mercy and compassion, and not with the eye of, of animosity or anger. So, barakallah feekum. Wassalamu rahmatullahi wa wabarakatuhu.